Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially empowered. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and begin to live life on their terms. In this show, we get real and uncomfortable as we unpack our beliefs, thoughts, and behaviors that aren't serving us anymore. I can't wait for you to join me on this journey. So let's dive in. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm Megan Dwyer. So it's the last day of March. Thank God. Um, and it's finally payday for me. So I can work on paying down that credit card bill that's been creeping up on me all month. I know I talked about this before. I told you guys, like it's been an expensive month for us. And to add a little fuel to the fire just this week, I had to take our dog to an impromptu vet appointment and my husband popped a tire in his car. So here we are, right? And I caught my brain this week going into major scarcity and fear mode around this. And honestly, I caught myself kind of becoming obsessed with money and how we're going to pay for all of this stuff beyond just like the facts, beyond just like what is. Between the credit card bill and the taxes coming up, I know it's going to be a little tight for us the next few weeks. So that's the fact. But then my monkey brain starts to take it like 12 steps further. And I start to think things like, well, because I have to pay for this, I'm not going to be able to save like I wanted to. And if I don't save, then I won't be able to do the things that I really want to do, the things that really make me happy, because that's my goal and I'm not there yet. And I put so much pressure on myself to get to that place, right? Do you guys ever just like spiral further and further into an anxiety shitstorm like this? Oh, and just for fun, on top of that anxious feeling and overwhelm, all of a sudden, like, the guilt and the shame come in, and I just get stuck in this funk of feeling bad. So I want to pick this apart a little bit, because this is something that's been coming up a lot for me lately. Trying to find out where I am on this mindset spectrum. Let me elaborate a little bit here. We hear all this stuff now about abundance and manifesting the life that we want. It's become so popular. There's coaches and influencers who've made a lot of money teaching this concept to people, which tells me that people are so hungry for the end goal, for the thing, right? Then there's lucky girl syndrome, which is the popular TikTok trend. This is an interpretation of the law of assumption, which proposes that when we act as though what we want is already ours and we believe it, then we're rewarded with the things that we most desire in life. This is very similar to the law of attraction, which emphasizes the power of thoughts and beliefs. So what you believe becomes your reality. So if we're lucky and we believe that we're lucky, we'll have more wealth and success and power in whatever form that looks like for us. So this translates most often into trying to manifest a thing, right? Like the vacation, the big house, the dream job, the fancy car, the handbag, whatever. And believe me, I get sucked right up into this too. I've talked about this before. I get so focused on the tangible, the the numbers, the number on the scale, the number of steps that I take every day, right? The number of followers, the number of downloads, like all these things, right? And I'm questioning it at the same time. 
I think there's a piece missing here, and I'm going to get into this in a minute, because I know that there's more to it than this, than, than the tangible, than the thing. There's a feeling behind all those numbers that I was just talking about. So that's like one end of the spectrum, right? And on the other end is the everyday reality, the bills that need to be paid, the groceries that need to be bought, the preschool tuition to cover. And having the actual dollars to pay for those things can be incredibly stressful. I know. So I'm kind of at this like impasse between scarcity mode, not feeling like I have enough, and also feeling like I should be thinking positive and putting higher vibes out into the universe to be able to attract more abundance for myself. Because we see so much evidence out there, usually on social media, of other people manifesting their dream life. So we must be able to do it too, right? So this is the question that I'm trying to answer. What is the right way to think about this? It's so incredibly confusing because we know that our thoughts are so powerful. So we want to make sure we're doing it right. But just that thought alone, what I just said, that I want to make sure I'm doing it right, is a giant red flag. Because now I'm trying to make even my thoughts perfect. Like I'm trying to do everything right as if there is a right and a wrong way to think. So now I'm overthinking my thinking. And I need to just take a step back for a minute. At its simplest, I do believe that our thoughts are powerful and there is a huge benefit to a positive, healthy mindset, as well as visualization and imagining how we might want our lives to be in the future. Again, I talk about this all the time. We need to be cognizant of what we actually want and how we want to feel. And I also see the reality of life because I've got plenty of bills to pay too. Kids aren't cheap. I think there's a few things going on here. I think first, maybe we need to redefine what abundance means to us. Abundance is such a buzzword lately. And to be honest, it's really triggering for me. We think of abundance as having all the things, usually the material things that classify wealth and success and power. And underneath all those things is a feeling. So what if we got quiet and tried to figure out how we want to feel first? What if abundance becomes less about the physical things and more about the invisible things like compassion, connection, kindness, support from ourselves and for each other. So instead of trying to manifest, I don't know, like the designer handbag, what if we focus our energy on manifesting how the designer handbag makes us feel? Does it make us feel confident, um, powerful, influential, whatever that is for you, right? And then once we identify that feeling, then let's take action steps towards feeling that way in our everyday lives without the handbag. And this is the hard part because we're not taught how to do this. We wear the handbag because we want others to think a certain way about us. But what if we felt that way about ourselves without the handbag? I think this is a piece that's missing from all the manifesting practices out there, the action part. Putting an intention or a goal out there is awesome, but we also have to have some element of control in there too. It's a two-sided relationship. We need to do our part. I think, again, we live in a culture of instant gratification, so we forget this. 
the more I think about this, the more I recognize, at least in my own life, that there's no real answer to the question that I'm trying to ask. I think this is all about how we feel about ourselves, our worth, and how we treat ourselves. It's okay to be a little more on one end of the spectrum than the other on any given day, as long as we keep checking in with ourselves and pay attention to how we're treating ourselves. We need to pay attention to that inner critic and let ourselves rest when we need it, which is something that I have always struggled with. And that's self-care. That's raising your vibe. If we find ourselves feeling stressed and anxious around money, getting a bill is just going to activate our body's stress response. When we're in this state, it's hard to feel inspired and creative and in flow. So we don't take the necessary actions to support those ultimate goals and intentions that I just talked about. So it all comes down to self-worth and digging into those beliefs that makes, make us feel the anxiety. It's not perfect. Nothing is. And my recovering perfectionist brain hates this wishy-washy in-between feeling. I want answers. I want black and white. I want concrete answers. But some things just don't work like that. And that's what I'm realizing. I do also think that what we're looking for is out there. I just don't think it's going to look exactly the way that we think it's going to look. And if it does, if it is exactly the item that we're imagining I don't think that's really what we want. I think there's more to it than that. I know this is a little bit of a kind of woo-woo episode (laughs) perhaps, but this is something that's been really going through my head lately. I've had a lot of conversations with people around these kind of topics, and I feel like there's two concepts that are at odds, and I really just wanted to work through this a little bit more in my head. I don't think I'm done working through this. I think there's a little bit more for me to kind of sort through, but this is a first attempt. So bear with me here. Um, I appreciate you guys so much listening. And if any of this is also kind of going through your brain as well, please let me know. Please share with me because again, I know I can't be alone here and there's a lot of confusion out there. And sometimes I wake up and I'm like, wait, what's my mindset today? Who am I? What's going on? Right. There's a lot out there. And I think we need to be able to be in a place where we can filter these things so that they align with who we are and make us feel good instead of making us feel anxious. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you next time.